What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? Austin Cunningham, Justin Houston, Dan Key for coming to you with another episode of Talking Football. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, the boys have been hot the last couple weeks with bets. It's been absolutely fan- fantastic. We're loving it. We're wanting to keep it rolling. So thank you guys for joining us. Uh, whatever way you're listening to the show, first off, appreciate you. It's been a fun season. It's been an exciting one. Uh, speaking of transitions, we're heading into bowl season now for college football. The NFL season, four weeks away, and what a race we have in the AFC. We're going to go ahead and go around the laces here. But first off, before we go around the laces and then dive into our bets, I'm going to do a little tree civia. Missed yep. it last week. Treese wasn't here. So first off, welcome back. Second, what you got for us? Yeah, thanks. First off, yeah, I was gone. I only miss like one episode a year, and I absolutely hate it every single time. So I listen, and I'm like, God, I really want to be yelling at these guys right now with these horrible takes that they have. Like, like if well, I was we there, were, I, we were on I, a time I, limit. We were on I time know. limit, so it's like that, that doesn't know, change ah. the that doesn't change the fact that you guys just disrespect Florida State the way you guys do. We didn't. We because yeah, we said that, that, that because Florida State, Florida State like, can get Florida threat. State can be pissed. Like we 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 can also I think it's very mature, very yep. you know, a grounded opinion, a well-informed opinion to say that Florida State totally got screwed. Yep. And the four best teams got in. Incorrect. Yep. Incorrect. A team that is okay. undefeated is the best. Is is it better no. than a team with one loss? Yep. Okay. 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 No. 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 Austin, that's fine. All right. Hey, Trees. Yep. Florida, Florida State and Alabama are going to play this weekend. Where do you set the line? Uh, Florida State minus three. Bullshit. Hammering Alabama. That's yeah. fine. Hammering. That's fine. We'll never know because I moved the line to Alabama plus five and a half. Yeah, I like, take the alternate line of Alabama seven and a half. Get really good odds on that. Oh, well, I mean. I don't know what to tell you guys. Make a mill. I'd make I come out of the weekend making a mill listen, that one dollar. Listen, 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 the the committee are cowards. They did this because they knew that next year's going to 12, 12 teams, so it does not matter. They can break all rules and not give a fuck because they're never gonna have to deal with this again. They're cowards. Okay, so do do you think they'll never have to deal with it again? Correct. Or do you think this just moves it back where now some team's going to be 13 and they're like, we should have got in. <laughs> because No, because you're going to have two or three losses where you don't have the argument. You don't have an argument but, at well, that point. At zero but, losses, you can't you can't argue zero losses in a power no, five. No, I, and, and I get that, but I'm saying since there's going to be two or three losses – I think that then there's going to be the, well, we lost to them, but we beat them, them, and them. And the team that got in us got beat by them. And there's going to be a lot of finger pointing because of the losses. And where and, I agree, and their argument, th- th- this should have been a very like simple, you're, you, you know, you go undefeated, you win your conference, you're in power five, but we can't ignore that Jordan Travis rightful Heisman trophy winner got hurt. They also went two and zero without him. They did, but it wasn't pretty. Doesn't matter. I just does yeah. not matter if you win. The point of playing games is to win. Guess what? Texas, you fucked up. Alabama, you fucked up. So you would have put Florida State in over Texas, is what I'm hearing. I would have put them in over Texas. No, Alabama. I would put them in over <laughs> Alabama because Alabama. Say whoa, because, because Texas. I was going to say Alabama. So, so my my but Texas what I was going to say Austin was both right. Yes, correct. So you put in 
Florida State, and then it comes down to Texas versus Alabama. If only okay. they fucking played each other in September. Oh, they did, and Texas whooped their ass. Okay, so you're so you're saying Florida State should have not only been in, but they should have been the three seed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that's a better argument than they just should have there, got in over Bama there's, straight. There's no the see the season is. Guess what? Everybody talks about college basketball. It is so dumb because because listen before you cut me off, let me finish my conversation. My sentence, cool. Um, <laughs> so. Everybody says Did the season it? doesn't matter. No, everybody <laughs> says the season doesn't matter because all that matters is the tournament. You've now made it, and everybody said college football is the best because the season matters. Every single week matters. False now. It does not fucking matter now. You win every game, doesn't matter. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Doesn't matter. You don't put you're not putting any stock into the fact that like Jordan Travis got hurt and this team is different and they struggled to move the ball in the first half against Louisville and they finally scored in the second half. Like it's just Florida State didn't look like a dominant team that belonged in the playoff with their third string quarterback. Oh, and that's just I know they won every game and they won the ACC, but it's like what Dan and I talked about last week. Like you faced Louisville and you struggled to get what four yards of play. And you couldn't convert a third and, down, and you're finally able to. You, you beat Louisville by ten points. Oh, so you, and so like, you, and, so you covered. So you covered. And, I, I get that, and like, okay, this is where cool. I'm gonna I guess say, it doesn't matter. Now let me finish my sentence in my conversation. But the same point can be made to Alabama because they barely got past Auburn. They yep. had struggled early in the year after they lost to Texas. You barely again, and you barely get past Auburn. And then Auburn had just gotten smoked the week before. So that's not necessarily a good win. It's a win. But then to go into Georgia in the SEC championship game, you go into Georgia, you literally face Georgia there in Atlanta as well. And then you win. It's like, ah, it's different. But at the same time, it's like, okay, now did we put too much stock into Georgia? Yep. But here, the same, like, we could have this conversation about every team in the playoff. Because Michigan, the the toughest team they really played, Ohio State and Penn State, like you were able to run the ball effectively against Penn State. It wasn't a dominant. Like I don't think Michigan really had the dominant win over their tough games. Like, and this is going to come they off do- as me being a they homer. They dominated but like, Penn State. They dominated Penn State. Like, they not in a way where you're going to go face Alabama. Like you're not going to dominate Alabama that way. Like you're you're not going to be able to match up that way. And like the way that we're going to see, or we're going to have to see Michigan beat Alabama. I don't think we saw them play that way this year. It doesn't matter. Like those are two different teams. You play who you're I, I playing. Get that for sure. You play who you're but, playing and you dominate them how you can. That's it. I think Alabama is going to handle Michigan with ease. Oh, and it's going to be gladly, I will gladly take this bet. I will. Okay, gladly so take this bet. I think for the committee, the committee needs Alabama to handle Michigan. Because if that happens, then everything they did is. Or taking that all the way back to Florida State, Florida State better compete with Georgia because if they don't, there is going to be. I did say last week that's embarrassing. If Florida State beats Georgia, they deserve to hang a banner. Do the do the UCF thing? I I have no problem with that. Yeah, I don't because you're playing the quote unquote the team that was number one in the nation ninety percent of the year, and it is your playoff game. Yeah, yeah, for twelve thirteenths yeah. of the year. But also, like, I'm not, I'm not going to put any stock into that game because if I was Florida State, I'd be, I would have zero motivation. 
I'd have zero you have all motivation. motivation in the world to Why? show everybody how much show everybody that you should have got in. Cool, I'm still not in. I'm still you're not. Still, but if you get it's still, you get it's still just it's still all just right. a game. It's still. But just if you get mocked by Georgia, true. if you get mocked nothing. by Georgia, it proves that you didn't deserve to be in there. It means nothing. Yes, it, it means does. nothing. No, it means nothing. It means is nothing. it because they're not two SEC schools, so it doesn't mean more? It means nothing. Yes, exactly, exactly. Okay, sorry, I'm not trying to get things heated. There are they are heated, but like I you just already thought, did. I just think they're. I think that's bullshit. Oh, it's um, fine. Now we're gonna fight. I hope yeah, everybody's exactly. happy. Now we're, now we're happy fighting. Happy four years. Mom, okay. mom and dad are fighting. Okay, kids, go to your room. Yep. Okay. All right. Trusivia. This is a, another college football bet or a college football trivia. I mean, um, in the Power Five. And that includes the ACC. I know the committee doesn't think the ACC is Power Five nowadays, but um, does it include does the include... Pac-12 since they no longer exist? It does. It does right now because it does exist for another like six months. So mm, um, okay, but, but yeah, uh, shout out Wazoo. technicalities. But yeah, so um, there are twelve schools that have orange in their logo. Can you guys name the twelve schools? Syracuse. Clemson. One second. Jesus one second. Christ. One second. I got to get my marker out. You are correct. I'm just, just going to roll them off. So Syracuse, Clemson, Oklahoma State, Texas, Oregon, or what, Oregon can you, State. Can you slow down for a second? Thank you. All right. Oh, okay. 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 You got the four. Okay. I got, so I got Clemson, Syracuse, Okie State, Texas. Okay. Illinois. Oregon State. Illinois. Oregon Go State. Bees. Okay. All right. I'm trying to go like by conference here. Well, does Did we Virginia get Tech count? Virginia Tech does, does count. Yes. Fuck yeah, nice work. Florida. Florida does count. Yep. Yep. Oh. Anybody else in the Big Ten? That's what I'm. I'm trying to run through. Like, I'm still hate me, but I'm doing legends versus leaders in my. Let head. us know when we have a whole conference out of the way. Oh, I yeah, can the... you do that when we swept a conference? Can you like clear? No, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do that. Clear. Um, did we get anybody from the okay? So, who's all so Pac 12? We got the Beavers, Colorado don't. No, we got Texas, we got Oklahoma State. You guys want, do you guys want your hint? I'll give you one. How, hint. how many are we at? How many are we at? Just yeah, you, got, first you off, guys, thank you. you have like eight. seven, you have eight, we, have eight. Right? we got four more, and four more, and they combine to be in two conferences. Hmm. Sick. What conference? Do you want me to tell you the conference, or do you guys want to keep trying? I mean, you guys haven't yeah, even struggled let's keep trying. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all, right, all right. So, like, hypothetically, so we killed it in the ACC right away. We killed it in the Big Ten. We got the um, we got the pack. Did we go through the SEC schools at all? We did Florida. Yeah, Florida. Auburn, Tennessee. Auburn and Tennessee. Boom and boom. You guys took out. You guys are now officially done with the uh, SEC. Oh. I'm not going to let you guys know when you're done with this conference. Let's us know when we're done with the conference. Appreciate you, Boo. Happy four years. Um, um, no Carolina schools what? have orange, do they? Mm-mm. North Carolina's blue. South Carolina, go Cox. Okay, I'm just trying to like go. I can't like, believe I didn't get did... Tennessee like first. Like, yeah, it was like, the it, biggest. It was number two on my list behind. <laughs> you heard me. I was going to say <laughs> Syracuse was a big one. Yep. Um. All right. Like I'm just trying to think because we did kind of the conversation. Now I'm trying to like go geographically. I don't think you know, there's any other way big across 12. country. Do you guys want me to read off them again? The ones that you've said? Yes, please. Yeah, that'd be good. You've said Clemson, Syracuse, 
Oklahoma State, Tennessee, Illinois, Oregon State, Virginia Tech, Florida, Tennessee, Auburn. Those are the 10 you have said. There are two more. They're both in the same conference, too. They are both in the same conference. Got to be the Pac-12, right? Arizona State's close. Are they? No, Arizona State's know. not. That's all. Arizona, good. Arizona State ain't. Um, obviously, Utah is not. USC is not. All right, let's do Big Ten again. All right, let's go back. I feel like we're like overlooking something super obvious. So I'm, so I'm just I'm it's we, like we did, Big we Ten. Did I immediately think Michigan, Ohio State. I'm just trying to like geographically think yep. of like other schools that may pop up. So like Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Nebraska, Indiana, Indiana Wisconsin, Minnesota, Purdue, Indiana, Northwestern. Are these schools we should know? Like, are we going to hear them? Like, oh my god, duh. Uh, one of them for sure. I think that might be a big. Tw- I think it might be a Big Twelve thing. I don't know why I keep going back to the Big Twelve. So Kansas, Kansas State. We got Texas, Texas of course. Texas Tech, Baylor, TCU, Houston, West Virginia, uh, UCF. If we get one. We're gonna get the other one. Like bam. Yeah. By the way, I'm gonna put you guys on a two minute timer right now because I. Okay. Don't want this to last forever, so you guys have. Thank you. Do we get a, Do we get another hint then? Uh, like, is there? Can you give us a player that maybe attended one of the schools? Like a, and is that too easy? It's too easy. Yeah. Okay, so All right. Completely the school the had a quarterback drafted in the first round in 1987. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> if you guys don't guess it here in the next minute and 30 seconds, then I will. Then I'll give you guys hints. Okay, so we think we cleared the Big Ten. We think we cleared the Big 12. We think we cleared the PAC. We think we cleared the SEC. Austin? Yeah, I'm trying to do think. We need to go back. To... Do we need to go back to the ACC well? Did we, like, get Syracuse yes. and then just Syracuse, Clemson, and move on to Where else are we at in the Big Ten? So we Indiana, how far more east do we have? Maryland, Maryland's not orange. They're all red and yellow, right? Maryland and Rutgers are both red. How much time left do we have? Uh, like a minute 15. Four, 45 seconds. Um, are these like teams new to their Power Five yeah. mates? Nope. No nope, longstanding tradition. All right, so people are actually going to be pissed about it. Cool. Um, can we get like their mascot? No, absolutely. Is there not. any other ACC school that we're missing? Give us a conference at least for the last like thirty seconds. Yeah, uh, I will for the last fifteen seconds because I think you guys will get it immediately. <sighs> I'll give you fifteen seconds to get it. And I you said are... Virginia Tech, Virginia. Boom! Uh, there you go. There's one. Duh. So it is. And it then... is. A, it is ACC. We said Florida five four Miami. Three. Oh my God, Miami! Oh, They're green and orange. Yeah, there you go. There's three seconds up, and Miami was the one that I was saying. Man, They're, going you, East Coast Austin. was clutch. <laughs> Austin, fucking nice awesome job, glass guys. at the, uh, at the uh, buzzer. Love nice, it. Nice job. <laughs> yeah, that nice was, work. That was awesome. Good job, guys. Good job. 
How the hell do I get Virginia Tech, but not Virginia? I know. When you guys said that, you just moved on, and you both were like, okay, we're done with the ACC. I was like, oh, yikes. (laughs) You guys are in trouble. We we said, we said, like, all right, we're sure we cleared the pack. We cleared the Big Ten. It's got to be ACC. Why didn't you just say, like, iconic early 2000 school? Because I would have. Yeah, because my my clue was going to be. We should have known. We should have known. The best college football team of all time. We should have known it was something to do with Miami because he always picks something that like we've like sneaky talked about offline. We were just talking about Tyler Van Dyke yep. transferring to Wisconsin. So yep, it's we always something we semi relevant. Overlooked Tennessee completely for an orange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, good job, guys. All right, okay. Um, what else? So it wouldn't be a podcast without us talking about our bet. Oh, nice. Uh, Dan went to Costco for the first time in his life, and he got deal. gloves. Big deal. <laughs> it is so, huge. The cinnamon rolls are cinnamon rolls are the best things I've ever had they in are. my life. The pull apart ones; those are so good. Um, oh, okay, yeah. so um, two things: one, the Heisman is over. Jaden Daniels won it. Um, Do you guys care less this year than like any other year about the Heisman? I didn't because I had Bowden it and I knew he wasn't going to win it after he won the Pac-12 championship, but like I had that bet. Right. And that was going to pay out 400 bucks. Right. So I, I, just like, lost the I just like felt, I felt but nothing I this year. I feel like the Heisman, the Heisman has gotten so like automatic. It's not even like we always know who's going to win going in. Yeah. Well, yeah, because this year there wasn't anybody that really stood out. Like, yeah, that's only... what I mean. Like, this year I just didn't care. I think the last year I cared might have been Devonta Smith. Yeah. And even then, I didn't really care because it was a shortened season. Like, it, it but it was cool because we were like, a not quarterback could win. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, and then last, um, our parlay. Um, we went from a super high two weeks ago to we are now starting to stress out a little bit. Sweating. Um, yeah, no, we're, no joke. We're, we're sweating, but I'm looking at the schedules. And honestly, I, I still feel confident. Um, it This is what's funny. Miami is what scares me the most now. Yeah. It's crazy. No, they do. If they don't beat the Jets this week, I am officially on, like, wellness watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because the following weeks, they have Baltimore and Dallas, followed by Buffalo. Yeah. So yeah. this is a at home, huge, right? huge week. Yeah. Like all these get their so the I think I think there I know at least two I know Buffalo's at home and I think Dallas is also so in Miami. Dallas. Yeah. So, so Dallas that, and sure, Buffalo but... played this weekend. So we're really gonna get yeah. as much to see big, where Buffalo big cowboy at. fans. Exactly. Big yeah. cowboy fans. Yep. So, because we also don't want the Cowboys coming off a loss playing Miami. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? This is a totally. it's a psychological thing. Yeah. So we got that. Uh Falcons, tough loss, you know, had the lead very late, tough loss there. Um, but they're still tied with the division. Technically, the Bucks have the lead right now, but the Bucks schedule is super hard. Like they got they, Green Bay this weekend. They have Green so. Bay, and then they got Jacksonville, and then they have the Saints. Like those are three very tough games. I could see the Bucks just falling out of it. I still a couple weeks ago we said it was coming down to Week 18 with Falcons versus uh, Saints. I still hold true to that. I think that's going to be it. Uh, this, that the, I mean, maybe, are the Saints kind of counted out now at this point? Like, well, here's the thing: Derek Carr's like, dealing with injury. They're kind of just ridiculed with injuries, like all over the place in like weird spots. Like, so yeah. Derek Carr's just, hurt every week. But even more than that, I think Derek Carr's a locker room problem. Have you guys seen him on the sideline? Yeah, he gets so in bad. fights with freaking everybody. He's it's like, listen, 
Sid, I know that Woody scared the shit out of you when you were 12, but dude, let it go. Yeah. You're an yeah. adult now. I don't think he's a terrible teammate. I think the way he is he it, passionate about I'm not saying like in the locker room he is. I'm saying like on the field, like that's that is not mm. a good teammate. Like that's yeah. just not like and you can you can say what you want, but like yeah. that's just not a good teammate to just continue to yell at people all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's like that in the locker room because obviously I have no yeah. idea. I'm sure he's a great guy in the locker room and all that type of stuff. But wait, you're but, saying he's yelling at teammates on the field? Yeah, he's you haven't constantly seen that? yelling at yeah, like on the sideline. Oh, on the sideline, he's, he's just in, yelling all the he's time. He's getting into it with guys 24-7. Mainly his receivers. Yeah. Which like well, maybe they should be. I, I wish Mahomes had that Derek Carr esqueness to him then. Because no, he's saying? just Mahomes is just pissed about uh people following the rules. Just pissed about it. So <laughs> Did you see Roger Goodell's statement? Mm. He goes, We will not stop referees from making the correct call. Yeah, and like like Roger, like if you really think that's what he's upset with, like you're just a freaking moron. And it's gonna come Pick off as the... me being a homer. <laughs> it it's is. not like it's not and this is why i almost don't want to talk to you guys about this because you're gonna just poke at it with it with the fact of like that's the rules you make the call it's like i get that they're not complaining about the call being the call it's the timeliness of the call and then with the mahomes like with the frustration from mahomes and andy Reid, it's like it's been this all season and it's not pointing fingers at the refs it's just like they no, are mad at cl- the receivers is who just give me at. i know just let me talk please they just they get in these moments in games where they're one possession, one score games, and they're trying to get down the field and score, and they just shoot themselves in the foot. And who like who's truly to blame? It is the receivers. And so now you get an opportunity to just blow up on a referee because you're not going to blow up on your teammates. You're not going to blow up on your players. Andrew Patrick Mahomes, the referee's going to take it. And I do think the timeliness of that flag blows, especially when you look back at the week before with the – piggyback ride that MVS, you know, did not want to give, but did to the Packers and the referee swallowed the whistle. That penalty doesn't get called uh, a false start like this on the offense does get called. And this part, like not even being a homer, like this aspect. And I, I want to preface that because I don't want you guys to be like, yes, it is because it's just truly not like, in it, like Waddle was caught doing it. I believe Monday night too. And it's like my, my same point was my point was, is the same is like, does it truly give you any advantage with how the receivers lined up on the ball like that? Like, I don't really get how that is truly a factor. If he's offsides, like, like just the foot being in line with the ball, like in with care Darius, Tony, like his toes were past the ball. Like, get that. But like, even when they pointed out with water, like it just blew up the internet, like for who I follow, right. It was like, Ooh, water lined up the same way. And the referees didn't call it on this one. It's like, in just genuinely, like, it really doesn't matter. I don't know why this is a nitpicky call. But again, it just sucks that it happened in the moment that it did for the Chiefs. And then you get to see the play that did happen. It was like, wow, that's awesome. Gets wiped away. Yeah. I mean, I, you don't want to get into it. So, like, I'm just yeah. trying, trying to stay quiet. like because. But it does. So, like, from everybody else's standpoint, how it feels. I'm not saying this is how it is. But how mm-hmm. it feels. How it feels is Mahomes was like, hey, pick up the flag because something cool happened afterwards. Well, because that's exactly what he said. But if you look at it, you know, yes, this outburst, like, was there was the a lot of building like, to what get a to stupid, this. What a stupid flag to throw in so, that situation. Okay, so what about not calling – let's go back to the Vikings game against the Chiefs earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Very end of the game, fourth quarter, throw it down the field, 
piggyback the way the way you worded it on MBS. Same exact thing there. Guy takes his helmet off, doesn't get flagged. The Bears last or two weeks ago, the dude's helmet broke, so he had to take it off, and he got flagged for it. But the Chiefs yeah. don't. So like, like you guys nice. have gotten you guys have gotten so many calls over the years that like because one thing didn't go the way it very much comes across. It comes across as yeah, but like what on earth? Like you can't so, call that right now. Like the Vikings just, are saying the, the same point thing. This is the point with like the Chiefs, like with Chiefs fans this season. It's like it's happened so many times. No, with buddy. the pin, like, just here. Let me just guys. God damn, just let me try and make just this entire season. Like there have just been so many like untimely penalties where like it's just frustrating to see it. So like this one is the focus point. But it's just been like it started in week one, like Chris Collinsworth just talked about Jawan Taylor all the like the whole game. And then like three weeks after that, it's like Jawan Taylor offside. Jawan Taylor like did it a false start, false start start. And it's like, okay, you get it, like Jawan Taylor figured out. And then you hear Andy Reid come out and be like, Yeah, we've had backup offensive line to come up and line up the same way, and they're not getting called. So they're just focusing on Jawan Taylor. And then it's just again, like the Packers game, like the calls that just don't be made. But then it, you know, like you guys are saying, with everybody else through the season, all these nitpicky, like the Super Bowl, that nitpicky flag at the end that put them in a position to kick a game-winning field goal. Like that that's is- where it's like, okay, you can't have any remorse. Like you can't throw a fit over the flags so like, or the one- timeliness of it. So it's just like, yeah, it's just like a double-edged sword, but it's, it is frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's frustrating. It is. The, nope, the Super Bowl one, is. The Super Bowl one. The DB admitted that he did it, so that's a penalty. But also, to to Patrick's point, is at the moment of that game, you can't call that. Like people mm-hmm. can say, no, that, yeah, right? yeah, right. Um, also, like you and I have gotten into, I don't know how many arguments about penalties that the Chiefs just get away with, specifically against my Jaguars. <laughs> that you don't want to call. You guys don't want to do it. So, like, this is my this is my take on it. Fucking suck it up, Chiefs. You guys have gotten calls for four years. Suck it up. Fucking find a way to win then. Stop relying on the refs to not call penalties that are actually penalties. But find a way to win. That's that's my take. So my only thing is really like cool. this yep. was not a game altering penalty. Yes, it pulled touchdown off the board. Definitely game altering. <laughs> it was not fourth down. It wasn't fourth down. The, they literally the still had the it. ball. They still had the ball. Did you have a chance to win after that penalty? Not really, because they gave up afterwards. Was that fourth down? It wasn't fourth down, but no, like wasn't. to so say that it wasn't over. a game altering penalty, like it, it most definitely was. They it scored on that. But it, it they didn't got decide the first the down. Game. That did not decide the game. It pretty much did for the Chiefs because then they had a penalty on the neck, or I think Mahomes got sacked, and then you're looking at a third and thirteen, and then they didn't get it. So then you got a fourth and thirteen, and they're just so they that, weren't going to get that either. So, so like the, that the, call, the yeah, false start was on what down? The false start was on what down? Like it's just damn. Like that call did. Really they scored. Like, they yes, scored they had a two more opportunities. It's, not, it's a game, but it's just play. like yeah. It is. Yeah, but I'm like, saying, the like, point you're trying to they make. They had but... a chance after that. Yeah, I don't think that. Okay, here's. It's not like that ended the game. I'm gonna play middle. You know, it's not here. like the fail Mary or any of that other stuff where the clock's at zero and it gets pulled off. You still had a chance to win. Here, here I'm gonna play they middle did. man here. They did. They had a chance after that, but it for sure was a game altering play. I think. Okay, I think I you missed. Okay, I think I'll give you that. Yeah. So whatever. Okay, we love each other. This is heated. This is, I, yeah, I didn't do. want to bring this up, Austin. You brought it up for the record. We all, I did, we I did all not, get along well, 95% of the week. <laughs> but 
like I real I don't know what you just said. I didn't hear you, but like you're yeah, right, Austin. Yeah. It, it needed it needed to be said because I think it's good pod podcast and good talk. People want to hear about it, and maybe they don't now at this point because it's been talked about so much everywhere else. But like you're a Chiefs fan, so we have to talk about it. And like yeah, and like the the other part of this, like going forward for the Chiefs is your next four games are against backup quarterbacks. You better hope to God this was like your eye opening moment. Like I thought the loss yeah. against the Broncos where you lose twenty four to nine might have been part of it. Right. And then you you come in, you lose in Green Bay. I was kind of hoping that might have been it. Um, I kind of had a feeling in this Buffalo game it was like Buffalo's backs against the wall. They play well in like Arrowhead, you know, like there is they're not worried about coming in and playing there. They've done it plenty. They've had massive moments and stuff. Regular season game isn't gonna be that big of a deal. I kind of had a yeah. feeling they we're going to find a win the game. I didn't necessarily think it would come down to be that dramatic of an aspect, but maybe sure. we should just get used to that between these two teams. Yep. But again, going forward for the Chiefs, <coughs> excuse me, they have got to figure it out. You have it got is. to find a way to get your receivers to make a true reactive play in either catching the ball after the catch and get your mojo back. Because if you don't, they're going to continue to play at this don't make mistake mindset in I think we all know playing sports our whole lives growing up. When you play with the mindset of like, don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up, you're going to royally mess up. Yeah. And so that's how the receivers are playing right now for the Chiefs. Which, do the Chiefs need like a deep threat? Because obviously we know Kels is awesome, especially in the middle of the field. We know that Rasheed Rice as a possession well. receiver has really came on and played well. So it's not like the cupboard is empty. But are they just missing that consistent piece that they can rely on as a downfield threat to stretch? They have the guy the that's defense? supposed to be that in MVS. He he's just never been catch that. the ball. He's never been that, and he's that's who he been. is though for this offense. He is yeah. the stretch the field guy, six right, five, even, super fast. Right, he's had his opportunities. He, they mm-hmm. they either overthrow or he drops it. Like it just. Yep. Watching Even when every he was in Green him. Bay with Aaron Rodgers, so yeah, these are back to back Hall of Fame quarterbacks he's played yep. with. It, we, I, saw this, I, I, we saw this. I mean, we saw this with Sammy Watkins, right? Like, like Sammy yeah, Watkins forever, like, dude, like, guys and he couldn't do it. Like, I'm but sorry, but like, it's got to be Veach, Reed, somebody. Like, I think we can realize that this guy does not fill that role. I mean, he's, he's just a the fraudulent that, re- receiver. The role that he does fill, and it's like you mentioned, he's, Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins, that role, like when he was in that offense, that was the Chiefs' offense at their best. Yeah, you know, they lost him. They go to the Super Bowl next year. They don't win. They were missing that aspect of their offense along with just not having a good offensive line. Next year, they get Juju Smith-Schuster, who was a Sammy Watkins role. Offense was humming. You know what I mean? Excellent totally. season last year. Mahomes MVP. That's what Rasheed Rice is in this offense. That's why they drafted him. That is that guy can catch the ball intermediate, is physical after the catch, and can make things happen at times. Yep. MVS is your outside blocking receiver. He always lines up on the outside. Like you don't, you hardly see MVS line up in Ever. the slot in a, in a truce. Like he plays outside. It's kind of like a Demarcus Robinson type role for the Chiefs. Of like they kept on to him for an extra year or two because he was so good at blocking. Should've that's the thing. Him. Is like, nah, I mean, he was good to go because he catches the ball and runs backwards. But like that's what MVS is. That's the guy he catches he it. He can yeah. he he can stretch the field, and he can block really good on the outside. But yeah. like. Yeah, his stretching the field aspect has not also equaled catching the football for touchdowns. Yeah. Robinson's guy actually been playing really well the last like three weeks. I was gonna say he's been he balling yeah, with the Rams. He's been playing pretty yep. well. Good um, for him. But all right, cool. Um, I I wanted to talk. Wonder well, no, what it's our podcast. We're gonna do it. So obviously, you guys are look gonna be looking for a wide receiver um next year. Like that's not gonna be a hidden thing. Um, 
Who do you want? Like Chiefs. Wait, who what? Do you want? What are you asking? Like, in the, you like in the draft or free agency? It doesn't like matter. Who do you cool? want on your team? It doesn't matter. Like It does not matter. Like, who do you want next year that is not on your team this year that – and don't obviously – That you could get. Right? That you could, you could get. get. Realistically could get. Oh. Um... <sighs> they need – they're going to need a left tackle next year. Sorry, I'm saying receivers. just wide receiver. Sorry. I've oh, just wide receiver? Yeah, sorry. That's, that's on my fault. Yeah. I okay. Okay. Um, oh, I, I have two answers because one's okay. going to be free agency, Ooh. one's in the draft. Because where they're at in the draft, I think they can what? I got a name. Sorry. Austin, oh, you go sorry. and then I'll go my oh, name. I, I thought you, like, that was breaking news. Me too. No, we don't got breaking news. Sorry. Um, hey, go ahead, Austin. Free agency wise, may if you can find a way to spend the money, and I don't think they're going to be able to because they have so many guys on defense that just need to get paid that they need to find a way to keep. Uh, T. Higgins, I would love in the draft. I would love for them to take someone in the first round. I don't think they're going to. I would love for them to just trade it up and get the the pass catcher that Brett Veach wants. Like, gave up the draft. I don't freaking care. Go get yeah. the pass catcher that you want. Great, nice. The okay. receiver that I have a draft crush on right now is Xavier Leggett from South Carolina. Okay, cool. Love it. Okay, that's it. That's all I wanted to ask. So, all right. Okay. I think uh, it's probably, yeah. Oh, sorry. Can I get, can I get, give a reaction like that? Not give it. Yeah. So, I think the guy that the um, Chiefs should go after, who will be an unrestricted free agent. Nope. Death taxes and a thousand yards, baby. Mike Evans. Big, physical, stretch the field, dominant with shit quarterbacks. Imagine what he could do with Mahomes, dude. Yeah. I would absolutely love it. I would absolutely love it. I would love it. So that's the Chris Godwin. So that's the name brand. That's the name brand you should go after. The uh, discount, generic, great value name you could go after, and this is going to make trees like is uh, DJ Chark. I'm down as your MBS replacement. Yeah, I thought I had big hopes. That's the that's the you know that's the five dollar that's the five dollar movie bin wide receiver you could go get. They probably, I think they could have got him this last year and they didn't, right? Went to Carolina yeah, instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Should we do some bets? Trace, who would you put on before we get to our bets? You're usually good at predicting this. I don't even know. You're going to say Hollywood it. Brown, aren't you? No, I'm not. OBJ. This is going to be so hard to say. Calvin Ridley? Calvin Ridley. No way. You think so? It's a free agent. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Here's here's my take. Uh, here's my take. Here's my here's Damn, my thing. Didn't know that was an option, my guy. To be honest with you, here's my here's my thing. Um, I think if Ridley doesn't explode the next couple of weeks, um, Trevor Lawrence is going to go into Trent Bulky's office and say, "Hey, uh, my former former college roommate and college teammate, uh, T. Higgins, he's a free agent. Go and spend whatever you can on him, and I'll give you a discount." On my contract, go get him. T. Higgins comes in. They let Calvin Ridley walk. Damn. And they go T. Hig- and they go T. Higgins. They go Christian, Christian Kirk. Kirk, and then they dr- they let Zay Jones walk because of his contract. And mm-hmm. then they draft somebody, and they have a they have a rookie on the outside, on the opposite side. That's my take. faith in Parker Washington. I actually, no, I think Park, Parker yeah, Washington is good as well. But I still think like they've. This year has shown more than anything that you have to have like five wide receivers on. Oh, yeah. Roster, right. And so, three quarterbacks. Yeah. And apparently three quarterbacks. What are your thoughts on Evan Ingram? He, 
our our tight end. Our yeah. the, tight, tight end one, baby. Tight end one. He's he's the man. I yeah. mean, they they signed they signed him to a long year, multi year contract. Dude, so can we talk about, that's like, why I was asking. I know like, we what do, do like, are you still happy he's, with it, or is it like he's on he's on pace for ninety catches, eleven hundred yards, and like eight touchdowns? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I did not realize this. Don't know right how but he has shit. at least one ridiculous catch every week too. Yeah, which he's is on, like funny because the, the mo. The thing on Evan Ingram was like he can't catch. He just, he just can't catch. He can't catch. He yeah. goes to Jacksonville. He hits the jugs. Catches like five hundred passes every day. He, he uses dude has put the work in. He uses the beer goggles every yeah before, at every practice and before every game to catch. It's, it's he brilliant. puts on beer goggles and, and and hits the jugs machine. Yeah. So Jesus so Ev, Evan Ingram right now, if you had to guess what his stats were right now, what would you guess? Uh, I'm gonna go seventy two catches for. Six, six hundred and eighty-five yards and four touchdowns. I'm gonna say five touchdowns, seven hundred yards. I'm gonna say he's got over seven hundred yards and probably close to sixty some receptions. 84. How many receptions did you say? Seventy-two. Yeah, eighty-four. Eighty-four catches, seven hundred and one yards. Okay. 701? Yeah. Sheesh. How many tutties? How many tutties? <laughs> yeah, Three. Three. He's, oh, been ta- he's been tackled in the five like seven times this year, though. So, And Trevor's missed him in the end zone multiple times. Damn. He should Red have. Red flag, hey, man. Trevor. Can't, Jesus can't Christ, Trevor. No, so. Get that hair out of your face. Exactly. So, anyways, all right. Okay, we're moving on. So, to answer your question, I'm very happy with Evan Ingram. Like, good, very good, happy. Good. So, all right. One. Go ahead, Austin. Let's dive in. If you guys didn't know, we do have – Austin does not have any college bets. So, Dan, why don't you kick us off? What the? It's bowl season, baby. This is like where we ride. We love bowl season. All right. We're starting things off a little bit of maction. I got the University of Ohio as a three point dog against Georgia Southern. Going to take the over 59 and a half for Jacksonville State in their first ever bowl game. Bowl game, excuse me, by the way. Uh, playing against University of Louis- Lafayette, Louisiana. Louisiana Lafayette. Right. It's a home game for them. It's at the Superdome. It's going to be rocking. Next game, taking the under 49.5 Boise State, UCLA, because uh, UCLA is starting a true freshman at quarterback. And then the under 58 Cal and Texas Tech. Again, all new quarterbacks. I think this is going to be a very run-heavy game. And uh, those are my college bets. I just got four of them. So okay. love it. Okay. I'll go into my college bets. Uh, first one, obviously I am betting the avocado from Mexico curable. Obviously. Like how could I not? Uh, I'm taking app state minus six and a half. Austin does not like the joke. Um, that's fine. App state minus six and a half. Um, Miami of Ohio starting quarterback is out and app state is not missing any starters. Nobody entered the portal. Nobody's leaving early. Nobody's sitting out. So give me App State there. Next one, I'm taking I'm taking the over 51 and a half in New Mexico State versus Fresno in the what is it? Isieta New Mexico Bowl. So it is a New Mexico home game. That's why I'm taking the over 51 and a half. Again, not very many people are sitting out at all in that game. Um New Mexico State's missing their wide receiver too, but that's that's the only person that's missing there. Next game, I got Boise State plus five versus UCLA in this 
Sarco and the Sarcos Grand LA Bowl. So home game for UCLA. But guess what? Nobody goes to UCLA games anyway. So like, what's a home game to UCLA? Um, like Dan mentioned, UCLA missing a whole bunch of players, but so is so is Boise State. They're starting. So is Boise. They're, they're yeah. stored. They're starting quarterbacks out as well. But I think I'm just did he I'm, go to Nebraska? No, he went to Green. Where'd he go? No, it don't matter. He's not playing. He's not playing. He went to a he went to a big school though, and I can't remember what it is. But either way, I'm t- I'm just taking the hot team, right? Boise State is hot. UCLA is not. That's why I'm taking them. Uh, next one, <laughs> under fifty seven, Old Miss, or sorry, Old Dominion versus Western Kentucky in the famous Toaster Toastery Toastery Bowl. I spelt that wrong, and I was like, wait, what? That's not a real word. Anyways, um, a lot of West Western Western Kentucky guys are missing that game, so give me. Um, be under in this one because Old Dominion has a good defense anyways. Um, and then my fifth one, also going with college again, um, UTSA minus 12 and a half versus Marshall. UTSA, I think that this team, this is a weird team. So I, what was it? Two years ago, we were riding UTSA hard. And then last mm-hmm. year they kind of fell off this year. It's like that same group though. Like everybody stayed and they're all wanting just to play this last bowl game together. They're just all there. So give me UTSA to go out with a win the team that we rode for a few years. So minus 12 and a half there. I bet Frank, it goes for over 400 yards. That'd be sick. That would be sick. So, oh, and that's the scooters coffee bowl, by the way. Jesus. Like, oh, it's bowl season. Like these are what we've got. Like I'm not betting on any of those games. Like, it just <laughs> wasn't going to happen. For I can't, this is, it's, this is like the magical time of year where at any given time you can turn on the TV and there's a random bowl game. I will also say this is actually for betters. Like there's a, the lines are always a little skewed because people aren't keeping up with who's out and who's not that you can kind of get some good lines. So do you, do you guys think you've gotten all the good lines? No. Why else would we take them? No, I'm I'm sure I'm gonna go oh I five, love Dan's but... answer and the confidence there, and your answer's got me a little shaky. Well, I'm probably gonna go oh and five in them, but like I did the research Damn. and I feel better. I feel I feel good because I did the research. That's all I can give say. me your your lock process over results, right? Process over results. Yeah, one hundred percent. My lock, uh over fifty one and a half New Mexico State, Fresno State. And I'll wait to smash the under on that tomorrow. Okay. Love it. Love it. Love all right, I awesome. What are, so, what are your NFL yeah, bets? Me, I'm out of, I'm out of drink now. My so. whole, all my NFL bets? Okay, here we go. Um, Starting off, uh, I have about five spreads and then five overs. And as I was writing down my overs, I'm really looking at this like, man, I really don't know how I feel about these. So we're just going to get through it. And uh, this is kind of one of those weeks where I'm coming off a heater. My three-leg parlay hit last week as well. So I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, last couple of weeks, I've been making money, which has felt fantastic. And so hopefully looking forward to do it again. Starting off, Lions versus the Broncos. I am taking the Lions favored by four. Cowboys playing in Buffalo. They are somehow uh, favoring the Bills in this matchup. And I know it's a home game, but they, they gave the Cowboys a point here where they're plus two. And I'm just sitting here kind of like, we just watched the Cowboys absolutely destroy the Eagles. And they're still not going to be favorites in the road. I know it's December. I didn't look at the weather. I'm sure that's playing a key aspect in it as well. But I am going to take the Cowboys plus two just due to the fact that this offense is humming in every aspect and their defense is just been tearing it up as well. I mean, they're they're finishing tackles. They're making plays on the ball. They're getting after the quarterback. It's just Josh Allen and the Bills are going to be in trouble. So I am taking, again, the Cowboys plus two. Next, Packers versus the Bucks. 
We're talking about this at the beginning of the show with our uh, little parlay that we have as well. Uh, futures bet from the beginning of the season. I'm taking the Bucks, so plus three and a half versus the Packers. They have just been playing kind of low-key, quietly good, where they're just kind of floating underneath the radar, where they're getting healthy. Things are starting to look good. They're running the ball well. Baker Mayfield's making good decisions at the end of football games and keeping them in it. Um, so I'm going to roll with the Bucks plus three and a half. Giants playing the Saints. I'm taking the Giants plus six here. Uh, the way they beat the Packers and the way that Danny DeVito's got this team rolling and, you know, how hyped they are and the the way they're playing defense as well got me thinking that they're even if they lose this game, they're not going to be losing by more than six points against the Saints because that offense, like we talked about earlier, <laughs> not looking too hot, especially with the leadership from Derek Carr. Next game, Bengals versus the Vikings. I'm taking the Bengals minus three here. The Vikings get a new quarterback. Josh Dobbs is benched. Boy, did that end quickly for him. So I'm going to roll with the Bengals minus three. Jake Browning's been tearing it up and thinking he's going to keep doing that. Falcons, our Falcons, excuse me, versus the shitty Carolina Panthers. I'm taking our Falcons favored by three. Been rolling hot with them. That's it for my spreads. Now heading into my overs, and these overs, this is where I got really worried because I got four of them at 37 and a half. And I didn't realize that I was going through and putting my bets in, you know, one by one. And now I'm sitting here looking at them written down. It's like, oh, man, this is just, it doesn't feel like a recipe for success, but we're still going to roll with it. Over 37 and a half, Jets versus Dolphins, Bears versus Browns, and Texas versus Titans. I'm worried about the Texans game because I don't know if C.J. Stroud is playing and Tank Dell is out for the year with the injury. Bears versus Browns, I do think that's going to be an exciting game. Only concern there is the weather because I didn't look at it either when I put these bets in. And then Jets versus Dolphins. Hopefully Zach Wilson just continues that effort mindset. What are they going to do? Bench me again, and he just starts slinging the rock. Hopefully Tyreek Hill's back for the Dolphins, and offense puts up points. Then my next and last over, Steelers versus Colts, 42.5. I think this is going to be a disgusting football game that puts up points. And those are my bets. How many points are you banking on the Steelers' defense scoring? At least fourteen. Okay, <laughs> I just I feel like when you bet at on the Steelers, it's a lot like betting on Iowa. You know, what you mean you're like, yeah. defense is gonna get defense is gonna get me at least seven here. It's gonna be a couple stops. I <laughs> uh, love it. All right, on my side for the NFL bets, I'm going uh, the over of forty and a half for Minnesota and Cincy. Going to take the Colts as a one and a half point favorite hosting Pittsburgh. Colts, by the way, throwback uniform weekend. I don't know why I love taking a team when they're in throwback uniforms. Absolutely love it. Uh, Then they're going to take Miami team over 20 and a half against the Jets. Boys, we might need to talk about this. Trees, if you got a bet that you can swap out, because I am also taking our fucking Falcons as a three-point favorite going to Carolina, and I don't like when all three of us have a bet. It's just... It's bad vibes. Uh, Then also taking the Rams team over of 27 and a half. And on a Monday night football battle of the birds, taking the Eagles as a four point favorite on the road at Seattle. I love it. All right. Okay. I'm up. I'm going to start off with Thursday night football. I'm going to start off with under 17 and a half first half points total between the chargers and the Raiders. I mean, we don't know who's starting at quarterback for the Raiders, it sounds like it's going to be O'Connell, but we still don't know. Obviously, just that Herbert come from what? Yeah, like I thought they were like all fine with O'Connell. Like life is good, Until pretty they legend. And then points. randomly, and then randomly today, they're like, "Yeah, we don't know who we're starting anymore." It's not randomly. Did you watch that game? Almost. I actively do not watch Raiders games because mental health matters. 
I watched so last week I had first points Vikings. No, I, know, I, I laughed less, about it the entire day. I had to wait until less than two minutes left in the game for the, for me to win that bet. <laughs> Was really sweating it out. But anyways, okay, so I'm taking under 17 and a half first half points total. Uh I'm taking the Giants first drive punt versus the Saints. Um, I agree that the Giants offense is looking better. But there's something about be playing in New Orleans, that first drive, it always feels like teams kind of come out a little slow. The, the crowd gets into it. The defense is running around, you know. Um, I did have Falcons minus three after you both had it. I very quickly changed it. And I actually just took the over team total at 16 Ooh, and a half. So I actually just, love that. Just give me 17 points there. I love that. Um Next, I'm taking the Bucks at minus three and a half, or sorry, the Packers at minus three and a half versus the Bucks. So Austin and I will go different there. Um, so we'll see how that one goes. Um, God, this is my, I'm down to my last one. I have two bets. I've been debating out of the two of which ones I want to do. Um, Listen to your heart. So it's out of either under 51 from the bills and Cowboys. Uh, the weather is supposed to be bad. There's a huge windstorm coming in on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So it all depends on, they say it's supposed to be clear by Sunday, but you know, windstorms, sometimes those things just last longer than expected. And you said this was the one in Buffalo. Is yeah. this as bad as the windstorm as the bus pats game, like two or three years ago, that was miserable to watch. I don't know what it's supposed to be. I just I just saw some reports that are like it's supposed to be really windy this week in Buffalo. Just so think about your favorite rocket rocket song, rocket. Listen to your heart when yeah. she's calling for yeah. you. Yeah. Listen to your heart. Just the next one you can do. The next one is Sunday Night Football. I don't know where you're going. Jacksonville plus three versus the Ravens. Um, I think the Jags now understand what they need to do. I think that they've lost two in a row. I think they come out hot here. Uh I think they I think they win this game, even though the Ravens are a hell of a team. They are so good. Um I think that the Jags just find a way. I think last week the especially that I mean they just struggled with not having Christian Kirk there. I think that first game not having him there, it was a real learning curve. And I think that they now know what that's like. And they know how to get the ball. I think they also realized late in the game how to get Travis Etienne out in open space a little bit better. Um, and I think they're going to use that to their advantage. Uh, I'm going to take the under, though. I'm not. I, I'm going to have enough stress on Sunday night during that game um, that I don't want this included. So I'll take the under 51 for Bills Cowboys. Therese, I just saw this. As a Jaguars fan, do you have a shirt and or hat and or towel and or bumper sticker that says that says jagging off uh that is a fun there are so there's this website that sells a lot of jag stuff it's like guys at tailgate there and they do have a shirt that says that but uh i like my like only jags hat more because only jags is funny and jagging off is not i think jagging off is kind of funny <laughs> i'm, gonna get, say, you, I'm gonna, gonna get you a, a blanket that says jagging off do it it'd be great how have we been doing this podcast for this long and that has never come up in your mind until now? <laughs> I'm 12. I had never even thought of that either with the Jags of like jagging off. And now it's just like, where did he come up with this? Where did he see this? Why is this just now a thing? You know, when you're like, you just like want nothing more than the Jags to like just pound it down the field. Yeah. Just jagging off. Totally. 
All right, okay, Austin, what is your three-leg part? Yeah, it's my three-leg parlay. Giants plus six versus the Saints, over 37.5 Jets versus Dolphins, and then Bucks plus three and a half versus the Packers. All right, and I will be going the under for Cal and Texas Tech at 58. Colts, one and a half, hosting Pittsburgh, and the Rams team over 27.5 against the Commanders. Love it. Okay. I'm taking the over 51 and a half New Mexico State Fresno State game. I'm taking the under 17 and a half Raiders Chargers first half. And I'm going to take the Giants first drive punt. All right. Five leg. How are we feeling? How are we feeling? Uh, I'm taking for mine. I'm taking the Falcons over 16 and a half. Hell yeah. Uh, I'll do Eagles as a four point favorite on Monday Night Football. Austin. <clears throat> Bengals minus three versus Vikings. Bengals minus three versus the Vikings. Okay. All right. We got two left. We got two left. We got two left. Where do we go? Under 51 Bills Cowboys. Really? That one makes me nervous. It makes me very nervous. With the windstorm, absolutely. Yeah, but, but that's not guaranteed. Yeah. And what's the wind like? Either way, like those defenses, like there's a possibility, like if Dallas gets rolling offensively, Josh Allen's going to start forcing stuff, and that's going to be turnover central. Yeah, but like there's a thing that if the wind is under 15 miles an hour, it like doesn't impact throws whatsoever. And with Josh Allen's howitzer, I think it's probably more like 20 miles an hour. So it's got to be some wind, wind. I'm not even thinking the wind. I'm just thinking if the Cowboys get up like we've seen them do against teams early, Josh Allen's going to be a mistake central. Does him hero ball? No. Nope. I don't know. I don't. I just don't like it. I just don't love it. I just don't love under, it. It makes me nervous. I don't know what what best do we have so far. Do we have under seventeen and a half first point first half? I was gonna say Raiders I like Chargers. the I like the under the under first half. Thursday night football Raiders Chargers. Okay. Especially with Keenan Allen out yeah. and Herbert, obviously. Yep. Okay. All right. We got one more to go, boys. Um, I'm looking at your guys' stuff. Here's here's the thing. Nobody wants to bet the Lions right now. They're they're so bad. Like they like golf has been so bad. Nine turnovers in like three games or something like that. I'm actually shocked. Though. I'm actually actually shocked at that that they are minus four. Like I would have thought it was opposite. So I looked at this because I have golf in fantasy. And if you look at the last couple of games, like when he has struggled, they're always on the road. This week, they're home in the dome, not a weather game. It was cold last week. Jared Goff is always booty cheeks when it's below like 50 degrees outside. It's like death taxes, Jared Goff's ass in that situation. So they're at home in the dome. I mean, he played really bad on Thanksgiving, which was at home in a dome two weeks ago. It was Thanksgiving, man. He was thinking yeah, about stuffing. Sure. You seen his girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was doing some stuff. All right. Okay. Stuffing, well, man. I, 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 brought it, I brought it up, so I'm good with it. So, Lions minus four versus the Broncos. Bingo, bingo. Yeah. Talk me into it. Thank you, Daniel. Okay. All yeah. right. Falcons over 16 and a half team total. Eagles minus four against at Seattle Monday Night Football. Bengals minus three versus the Vikings. Under 17 and a half 
first half points, Raiders Chargers, minus four Lions versus the Broncos. Is that a game on Saturday? Or is that Sunday? Could be. I think all the like there's it three Saturday. games on Saturday, Saturday and they're all kind of bad games. It that that is one of them. That's the that's the six uh seven fifteen your guys' time. It's the night game. So the morning game is on Vikings. Time. The the morning game is Vikings Bengals. Uh, and then the afternoon is Steelers Colts, and then you have Broncos Lions. So four of our bets are on Saturday are be- are before Sunday <laughs> on this part, and then it's and then it's Monday Night Football, and then one's Monday Night Football. The only Sunday oh, game, the only Sunday game is Falcons, which is good because come Sunday, that's the only game we want to concentrate on is our Falcons. It's true, actually, especially in that morning slate. Yeah. Oh, also, we should probably talk about like so. Bill Belichick is done. No, he's End concentrated of an on Kansas City. End he's, of an era. He's on to Kansas Shut City. Up. Nope. Mm-mm. End Not of an era. Nothing. Nope. Mm-mm. Bill Belichick still got it in him. No, I'm saying they. The report is that he is leaving the team after this year. I'm not saying that he's done coaching. I'm saying he's. Whoa! What? How did you not see this? Bow, bow, bow. Breaking news! I did not see that at no, all. No, no. Oh, yeah. This was came two days ago. It was uh, yesterday. Yesterday, but today at his press conference, they were like, uh, is it true that you and Robert, Robert Kraft, sat down and discussed that you will not be back after this year? And he was like, I'm preparing for Kansas City. And so, then they were like, um, it was it was like three questions that like yeah. very direct questions about are you not coaching here next year? And every time he said, I'm planning for Kansas or plan, planning for Kansas City. Yeah. It's like one of the one of the most accurate like Patriots reporters of the last, I think like decade. And he says that he has sources that have said that they met after the Germany game and they decided you'll finish out this year and then you won't be the coach anymore. If you want to stay in a different role, you can be in a different role, but right. you're going to, you're going to help, you're going to help us find another coach next year. We, wow. are, we are going to best we can do for you is mutually parting ways. Yeah. So like that, that's what I mean by end of an era. I don't mean that he's a bad coach. Cause I still think that he is a good coach. I think that he just doesn't have a, good roster I think he's a bad gm yeah exactly so anyways um all right cool anything else guys anything else going on i think that'll he's do probably it. losing this weekend because freaking bill belichick's last run's being announced and this team's gonna be like oh let's rally behind him <laughs> oh. has uh has patrick well and i'm not trying to be a dick this is like a general question has Mahomes ever lost three games in a row no no, like, I, I was gonna say, I, I don't back to back games. It's only like two or three times he's lost back to back games, yeah. right? Right, because him and Andy Reid were like, oh, was it like eleven and two after a loss or something like that? Just because yeah, they don't crazy. lose games. Yeah, it's insane. It's not been fun. I can tell you that. All right, everybody, hammer that Chiefs money line. You heard the man. Yep, you sure. I'd take the under for that game. I would hammer the hell out of the under. Actually, both of those defenses are really good, so I probably would too. Yeah. Actually, what is the under of that game? Is uh, is Pacheco gonna play? I don't think it really matters, to be honest with you. <laughs> He's good, dude. Like, he yeah, runs hard. He is, but they gave him about 10 carries in the first half, and then forget about it in a second. Where is and this, uh, this is Jerick. We're officially in Jerick McKinnon season because it's a fantasy playoffs. Yep. That's yep. when he goes off. Oh, it's yeah, 37 and last a half. Week. I couldn't bet that. 37 and a half. I couldn't bet that. I would. But I'm not. I'm not going. To. You're not going to. So, all right. But speaking of fantasy, good luck to everybody in their fantasy playoffs this week. We appreciate y'all tonight. We've been. Talking to you.